Well, hello everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Well, we're in this series called Living in Victory. And as I said, when we started this series, this is one of the most exciting series. And to be honest with you, one of the most important series that I think I've done in a long time, because this is where our Christianity really meets the road. Well, as I spoke about yesterday, and I want to take up where we were yesterday. And if you didn't watch yesterday, go down to the Explore tab. Go down to the Explore tab underneath the video or to the right and watch yesterday's video as well, because these two are going to dovetail together. I talked yesterday about Moses, this, uh, this man at 80 years old who God came along and who was looking into the future of retirement because there was nothing more to do than look after his sheep. And God came along and didn't let, allow him to enter into retirement, but rather he entered into what we might call refinement. And we read in the book of Exodus where it goes on and it says, um, and, and he says in verse 7, Then the Lord said, I have observed the misery of my people who are in Egypt. I've heard their cry on account of their taskmasters. Indeed, I know their suffering. And I've come down to deliver them from the Egyptians and to bring them out of that land to a good and broad land, a land flowing with milk and honey to the country, to the country of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Pezzarites, the Hivites and the Jezebites. The choir of the Israelites has now come up to me and I have also seen how the Egyptians oppressed them. So come, I will send you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. So here is Moses just quietly looking after him, uh, looking after his sheep on a hill seeing no one and then God all of a sudden comes and says listen there's an issue that's got to be dealt with I've seen it people have prayed to me and asked me to relieve them from the oppression of the Egyptians I've, I'm gonna, and I'm going to do something about it and guess what I'm sending you and God's big plan for the world is you is me is people and maybe today in our lives maybe you're a parent and you've got a teenage child that's just driving you crazy right now. And some of us would know what that's like. And we can kind of throw our hands up in despair and we can give up. And we can kind of, in one sense, even retire from it and pull back from it. And sometimes we, want, we need the Spirit of God to come into us and refire us to recommit, to rethink, to maybe re-examine, to go again. How we do that. There are some of us right now in the jobs, the careers that we have, you know, the jobs we're doing and we're getting a bit tired and we're getting a bit disillusioned. And maybe what we need to do is go and maybe prepare ourselves, study a bit, re-envision ourselves, remember why again, change a bit what we're doing. Because there are so many jobs in the world where God needs holy, dedicated men and women. Men and women who are in politics, men and women who are in business, men and women who are leading in areas of innovation and technology, men and women in sport, men and women in culture, where God wants to re-envision people and give people greater ability. I've been thinking lately, and this, I, I, this may not sound a very humble comment, I'm much better at things I do today than I was a long time ago. Oh no, I don't have the energy I did as a young man. And it's not that I'm old, but I don't have that energy of a young man. But I know some things. And I sometimes think to myself, if only I'd known this back when I was 25. We're all like that, aren't we? God is not finished with you yet. 
There's no such thing as retirement in the kingdom of God. There's no such thing as retirement from our life and who God calls us to be. There's not. All there is, is God refurbishing us, God refiring us. As I say, there's no such thing as retirement, but there is refinement. And we come to God and we say, God, fire me. Let me tell you what I, in my heart, what I believe God is saying to me right now. I think as I travel around and I see churches with less young people and less older people in them, something in stirring in me to say, hey, Bruce, you should share Christ. I've been inundated with letters and messages of late, and I'm so grateful to all of you who have sent. And I encourage you, if you want to write to me and tell me a little bit about what the ministry has done for you, I'm not asking you to say stuff about me. I'd be grateful because it will help me to share the gospel with so many other people as I think about the things that you have said. And if you want to send me something about how the ministry has helped you, write to this address. But I've just, as I said yesterday, I have just written an eight-page letter and I'm about to mail it out to people to say, hey, I'm wanting to reach more people for Christ. And is there anybody out there? Is there anybody out there who will help me? Is there anybody out there who will pray? that people's lives would be changed? Is there anybody out there who would travel with me and come with me to events, you know, in different places? Is there anybody out there who's, who, who has the gift of event organising? Is there anybody out there who's a counsellor or, or, or someone who can help care for people? Is there anybody out there who's got funding to fund the expansion of sharing the gospel even more? Is there anybody out there who will serve tea and coffee? Is there anybody out there who will just encourage people to keep going in their faith and in their relationship with God and to keep being the man, the woman that God has called them? Are there any people who will help me to bring another soul to Jesus and to make them a better mum, a better dad? to recover from disappointment, to recover from terrible mistakes, from cover from things that have happened to them. Is there anybody who helped me? That's what, I, that's what I feel stirred to. I didn't feel quite that energetic a little while ago, but I feel it today. I feel to do it in this place where I am and in many other places around the world. And so I'm just gonna send out a letter to the world and I'm gonna say to the world, do you believe that he is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords? Do you believe that he is the hope of the world? Because he is, in my opinion, the only hope we have. And so we can retire or we can pray that we are refired. The gentleman I spoke about yesterday and his wife uh, that I, I traveled a long way to see because I felt like God call, called me to. God had already been working in their life and then we intersected. There are many of you, God's already working in your life. God's stirring you in your career and in your heart. And maybe God's calling some of you to change the direction you're going. Maybe God is calling you to come and join me and help share, share the gospel. Maybe God is calling some of you to go back into the places you are and to do those well. Hey, if you want to write to me about any of what I've said, you can write to me at this address again. And I pray that God would touch the lives of people in so many places. Don't quit. Some of you, I just feel I should say to you today, don't quit. 
Don't quit those hard situations. Don't quit those places where you feel alone. Don't quit those places where you've failed. Don't quit. God is the answer for the world today. He is. He is. He is. He is. And He wants you to live victoriously and not defeated. And for some strange reason, God allows struggle and difficulty to sometimes be the great purifier so that we would be the person that God is calling us to be. I spoke to a gentleman a little while ago and his wife who were transitioning out of, out of the kind of the business world they're in into another business world. And if you meet them, they're loaded with energy. Don't retire, just refire in another direction that would bring hope and light to the world. Hey, write to me if you want to. You don't have to, but if you want to, I'd love to hear from you. Loving Father, we give you thanks, we give you praise, and we give you glory. Lord, because you are the hope of the world. We are nothing without you. Lord God, touch the lives of men and women. Create intersections, Lord God, divine intersections, divine connections to people. And Lord, as I'm about to travel in these next few weeks, Lord, and, and I'm simply traveling not to meet anyone specific, but everyone. Lord God, allow people to come into my life who would believe that the church, that you, Lord Jesus, are the hope of the world and that we can reach another soul and we can change the world because you will do it within us. And Father, we make this prayer in Jesus' name through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. Hey, God bless you. See you tomorrow. And don't forget wherever you are, God is never far from you.